Is someone jackhammering outside really right now? Welcome to Ugh, episode one, where it's just you, Gianna, and some headphones or AirPods or whatever you're listening to this on. I tried to record this episode a couple days ago, recorded the whole thing, edited the whole thing, and I hated it. Didn't like it, so here we are, redoing it, and it's gonna be good. I realize a lot of my friends are probably listening to this podcast or people that know me already, so I wanna introduce myself. For maybe some new people that are listening that don't know me. My name's Gianna. I'm 22 years old and I feel like I'm filling out my bio on a dating app, but it's fine. I was born and raised in Boston, specifically Revere, Massachusetts, which is a little city a couple minutes outside of Boston. And I'm currently a senior at Chapman University studying broadcast journalism, and I want to be the next Ellen DeGeneres. So hey, what's up? How are you? Nice to meet you. Should I say a fun fact? Like an icebreaker? Okay, okay, here I go. My fun fact is that I have three nipples. Okay, so now that we're really uh, personal now, (laughs) this podcast is going to be a very personal relationship between you and I. But there were so many ugh moments this week, so let's just get into it. I'm going to backtrack a little bit to last week. So I woke up to go take a spin class really early in the morning. I go downstairs, I'm getting ready, I grab a Celsius, which is my favorite energy drink in the entire world. It is so amazing. This is not an ad. I wish it was because I freaking love Celsius. I grab a Celsius in a water and I put them down on my dining room table in my house. Now, in comes my dad, Eddie G, is what we call him. My father has the worst case of OCD that I've ever seen in my entire life, but we love him. It's fine. It's just a little bit annoying. So in comes my dad. He's vacuuming the floor and he sees me put my Celsius, my water down on the dining room table. Now, I know that he hates when I put any drink down on the table. So I put it on the, I call it a table rug, but it's called a runner. So I have the Celsius in the water on the runner, and then I put my phone on the dining room table, like not on the runner, because I'm like, it's a phone. There's no condensation. I know that he gets mad because like maybe the condensation will ruin the dining room table or like whatever. So I put my phone on the table and my drinks on the runner. Just picture that in your head. Now I go to put my jacket on, which takes maybe five seconds. In comes my dad as he's vacuuming the floor, looks at me, looks at the dining room table and starts screaming, Gianna, what are you doing? You're a mess. You come in this house and bend it and you put your thing and your phone is on the table. Why is your phone on the, you would get so mad. And I'm like, dad, what? I thought he was kidding. So I'm just kind of like smirking looking at him because I, I couldn't tell if he was kidding or not. And this man was serious. He was mad not at my drinks on the runner, at my phone on the table. I said, Dad, 
I need to put my jacket on. So I put my phone down. Is that is that illegal? I'm confused. And and this is all while he's vacuuming, okay? He's literally vacuuming as he's yelling at me, calling me a mess and just being angry. So I pick up my things and I go to spin. Now I'm in a bad mood, which motivates me at spin. So essentially it was a good thing, okay? We're seeing the good and the bad. Point of this podcast, remember? But when I left spin, I was still so angry at my father that I was like, you know what? I'm running away to my mother's house. Now, my parents are separated, but it's okay because everyone's friends and my dad remarried. I love my stepmom. I had a stepdad, but he's canceled. I'll talk about it later. And the good thing about separated parents, and in my case anyway, is the fact that I can go wherever the hell I want. There's no custody agreement. I can go to my mom's when I'm sick of my dad, and I can go to my dad's when I'm sick of my mom. It's great. Usually I run away to my grandmother's house, but she's in Niagara Falls in her cute little condo right now. My dad's in Massachusetts. My mom just moved to Maine. So I shower, pack my things, and I escape to Maine without telling anybody. Now, my dad and I are the most stubborn people on the planet. So I'm not talking to him. He's not talking to me. He doesn't even ask where I am when I don't come home. (laughs) Meanwhile, I'm in Maine. Like, what if I got kidnapped? Honest to God. But I was safe with my mother in Maine, and it was cute, and it was great, and we bonded, and I escaped from my dad, which was very much needed for the time. I love my dad to death, but whenever I'm home for long periods of time, which I am right now because my winter break is so long, so I've been home for over a month now, My dad and I just butt heads really easily, but we love each other. Fast forward, I end up going back to my dad's house, but I'm still not talking to him. So I'm like in the house, we're not speaking to each other. And come Saturday, we had actually planned on going to New York City, like a little day trip. And my alarm goes off. At 6 o'clock in the morning, we're supposed to get up and go to New York. But the last thing I said to him at the end of this fight was, I'm not going to New York City with you. Bye. So I'm feeling kind of awkward. I'm like, am I going? I don't really know. Because I'm still stubborn and angry at my father. Long story short, my stepmom Lucia comes up the stairs and she's like, get up. We're going. And I get up and we go. And it was great. We shopped. We saw my favorite musical, Wicked. If you don't know what Wicked is, you have to go see it. It's, you know that song? Defying gravity. That's what it is. Ooh, maybe I should sing on this podcast. I'm just kidding. I won't. And if you don't know that song, you're an uncultured swine. But I digress. And after we saw Wicked, we ate at Catch, which is a seafood restaurant. And it's delicious. It's absolutely to die for. But I woke up the next day and I felt really sick. And I tried to throw up. But nothing came out. So I thought I, maybe I ate too much or something. I'm not really sure. But we had a great day. We woke up the next morning. Drove back to Massachusetts. Ended up being fine. Maybe I tried to throw up because it catch. Not only did I eat the entire menu, but I had three things of dessert. I had chocolate chip cookies. I had that Klondike bar thing. You may have seen it on Instagram. They bring it to you. It's like Klondike bar, brownie, ice cream, and you smash it with a spoon It's literally called a hashtag hit me. That's what it says on the menu. So interesting. And little donut holes, okay? Ate all that. Maybe that's why I tried to throw up the next day. But when I got home, I was like, all right, I'm not going to beat myself up. I'm just going to get back into my routine. Uh, A dog. A dog barked. Did you hear that? And your girl also gained 
a couple of pounds on this winter break because it's cold, I'm eating a lot, I'm enjoying life, whatever it is what it is. So I decided to get back on my routine as much as possible and I started eating every three hours on the dot. I I legitimately set an alarm for every three hours and I drop what I'm doing and I eat and it's actually been doing me pretty good. I've been going to Soul Cycle every single day, which is, I mean, it's indoor cycling, spin class, if you don't know what it is. And I'm going to Aruba in February, and I just want to look snatched in a bikini for once in my life. So I started doing abs every day before bed. So if I don't have an eight pack, by the time I go to Aruba, I'm going to be pissed. Speaking of soul cycle, ugh, and this is like another, ugh, I didn't even do that on purpose. <laughs> but this is such an ugh moment. I went to soul cycle on Monday morning. The class is at 7 a.m. I usually get there at 6.40 just because I like to get there early, stretch a little bit, park the car, drink my Celsius, get there at 6.40. I usually park on Beacon Street in Boston since it's in Back Bay. Beacon Street is just a really busy street near Newberry Street, which is an even busier street, but there's usually parking on Beacon Street and it's free because it's before 8 o'clock in the morning. And because I get there so early, there's usually no cars there, right? I get to Beacon Street, it's closed. No one can park on Beacon Street. So instead of getting myself worked up, I just continue driving in circles around and around and around. Fast forward, it's now 6.57, okay? My class starts at 7 a.m. And, st- and I don't have a parking spot. Lo and behold, I found one. But it was over a quarter of a mile away from Soul Cycle. So I parked my car and I'm like really, really agitated now. Park my car. I get out. Mind you, it's like 13 degrees outside. And I run over a quarter of a mile into Soul Cycle. And I got there right when class started to the very second. So after I run this quarter of a mile, I hop on a bike and take a full Soul Cycle class. Okay? Now, Again, I'm agitated. I'm not going to let it ruin my Soul Cycle class because I love Soul Cycle. If you've never been to Soul Cycle, you've probably heard of it, maybe. People usually refer to it as this culty workout. And I disagree, but I can totally see why people say that. It's just really fun. There's a lot of woo, and everyone says woo, and it's very uplifting and whatever. And, you know, the instructor's like, how is everyone doing? Or what, does anyone have fun plans for the day? They interact with you. Naturally, me being me, I interact back. So I say, good, I'm great, woo, can't wait to rest today or eat or whatever. Now, people at SoulCycle tend to be a little, little judgy. I want to say. It's advertised as like, you know, no judgment. We're all here together. We're all going at our own pace. But you know when someone's judging you. Like you just know. As I'm interacting back with the instructor and wooing and being happy and crazy, these people are looking at me, giving me dirty looks like like I'm a serial killer. And my instructor gets like upset when no one interacts with her. So I try to interact and I am actually a spin instructor at school and I know when I'm like, how's everyone doing? And everyone just kind of looks at you because they don't want to speak up. It's really irritating. I don't know why, but I'm trying to be there and be spunky and no one wants to do it. And everyone's freaking judging me and giving me dirty side eye. So all I have to say is I hope those people find happiness in 
maybe they can get to a point where they're comfortable enough to be outgoing. All right? So all of that on a fine Monday right before 7 a.m. really freaking annoyed me. But hey, I got my workout done and I had fun. And you know what isn't fun? Getting a Brazilian wax. And I got one this week. A Brazilian wax, if you really just don't know what that is, is when you get your lower area waxed. Let's just call it the Kuka because that's what Jersey Shore called it. Kuka's out! Got my kuka waxed. Yes. This this podcast is going to get so TMI, so just get ready, okay? And I shouldn't even say I got it waxed because I actually got it sugared. What, Gianna? What the frick is a, sh- a sugar? Well, it's an alternative to wax. Rather than wax, it's it's boiled sugar, water, and lemon or something. So just three ingredients. It's supposed to be better for your skin as like wax when you get a wax it actually rips off your skin cells in your epidermis Ooh, she knows science words and the sugar just simply gets the hair out rather than ripping your skin off so it's safer but it still freaking hurts the same if you've never got i oh i can't even like think back on the pain if you've never gotten a Brazilian, like, it's worth it. And I should say the only reason I got it is because of me going to Aruba in February. Ugh, ladies, you know, when you shave, you get the little bumps. And they're itchy and they hurt. And when you go in the salt water, especially on vacation, like, it's just not a pleasant feeling. So when you get a wax or a sugaring, it removes everything completely without the bumps. And it's just nicer. And you don't have to shave every five seconds. So it's a win. But it hurts like a bitch. Listen, men, men, if you're listening to this, you don't know pain. I don't care if you've broken a limb, this, that. You, oh, I challenge you to get your freaking area waxed. Because you will never know pain until you get a Brazilian wax. No lie, I'll give $100 to any guy that goes and gets his balls waxed. Because I know that any man would cry. And not only is it painful, it's probably the most awkward situation. When you go in there, the, is it called an esthetician? The lady, or whoever's doing it, literally says, okay, butterfly position, and then you're you're laying down, right? And you put your, your feet together and your legs are open. <laughs> Like, here I am. Hello. Never met you before, but here's my kooka. <laughs> it's so weird. And they're like making conversation with you as they're waxing you. <laughs> and they're like, so, like, how's your week going? And meanwhile, they're down there like ripping. <laughs> it's, I feel bad for them. That's why I give a big tip at the end. And then the best part is when they're done doing the front, they have you turn over on your side in a fetal position and you have to... S- <laughs> You have to spread the cheeks and then they wax that part. So anyway, let's move on because now I'm awkward laughing. Oh, a super weird thing happened to me this week also. You know how on Snapchat it'll show you your memories? So whatever you have archived, it'll show you a year ago, two years ago on that very same day. I was laying on my floor after I did my nightly ab routine. I opened my memories and there's this video of me ranting a year ago about this situation. Now, mind you, like I said, I was laying on the floor. I was wearing the same exact thing that I was wearing in the video from a year ago on the same day. 
and I'm having the same situation. (laughs) So much happens in a year and you think you change, but you really don't. Same sweatshirt. I was in my hood and as I'm watching it, I was wearing the hood too. And the situation I was ranting about still freaking annoys me to this day. But here I am today recording this podcast for you all. I have been annoyed at so much already today and it's 1230. I woke up, spun like I do every single day. And I tried to throw up after spin today. (laughs) I don't know. Why do I keep trying to throw up? I don't know what's happening. Am I good? Maybe I'm dying. Don't know. We'll see. Hope not. But I tried to throw up. Nothing came out. I realized that I can't throw up sober, (laughs) which makes me sound like an alcoholic. I swear I'm not. I've just had those moments. And I, I can't remember the last time I threw up, like from a sickness, you know? So I didn't throw up today, which I I guess is good. I feel a little better. I just feel sleepy because I'm on a coffee detox. Let me tell you, I was really reliant on caffeine, I realized. So I just wanted to challenge myself, do a little detox. And it's not as bad as I thought, but I'm definitely tired and like craving the coffee. And I know I'm going to crack at the end of the week, so it won't last long. But after I tried to throw up, I took a shower and I got soap in my eye. It was like one thing after another was happening. And I'm rubbing my eyes in the shower with this soap in my eye. And you know when you rub your eyes and you're seeing all these little colors? It's like fireworks in your eyeballs. That's what I was seeing. And then it took me back to this moment in high school when I was rubbing my eyes in class. And I said out loud, hey, you know when you rub your eyes and it's like fireworks? Does anyone know what I'm talking about? When you rub your eyes really hard for a long time and there's colors? And this girl turns around. Ugh, I, I'm going to dive into the tea about my old high school at some point because, ooh, ugh. But this girl turns around and she goes, what? What are you talking about? I say, you know, when you rub your eyes and you see some colors sometimes, she looks at me. She goes, uh, that's never happened to me. And I go, oh, it must be so hard being perfect. (laughs) She was so mean. I'm happy I stood up for myself. But the soap came out of my eye and then I got out of the shower. Now I'm here recording this podcast for all of you wonderful people. And to put the frickin' cherry on the frickin' Sunday, I have the J.G. Wentworth jingle stuck in my head. It's been giving me a headache. I'll be standing. Do you know that jingle? I have a structured settlement and I need cash now. Call J.G. Wentworth 877-CASH-NOW. That that stupid, stupid jingle has been playing in my head over and over. Oh, from freaking TikTok. I can't. Oh, what a week. Many ugh moments, as you can hear. But there's just, there's good in the ugh. But I hope you all go into this weekend and week with Less ugh moments than I've had, but if you have those moments, remember that there's good in the bad. I am a head out. Like that SpongeBob meme. <laughs> I am a head out. Thanks for tuning in to the first official episode of Ugh. Remember to follow me on Instagram at Gianna Gravelisi. And have a litty titty weekend, everybody. Gianna.